Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Bob Seska. You really are sick. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, Feb 15, 2022. This is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, how you doing? I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 393 of the Biden-Harris administration, 266 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram, the Bob Seska, and on Twitter at BobSeska underscore go. And sit right over there, it's my man, Buzz Burbank. You say Buzz Burbank. It's Buzz. You've said it all. I, I don't get it. If Snoop can do it before a show, why can't we? <laughs> Hi. There's always trouble backstage. Of some yeah, time. yeah. I, you know what? I love that. I love that story. A bunch of people guzzling beer after beer after beer. I was like, why right. is he smoking pot, the pothead? And funniest yet, uh, surprised that Snoop tokes. You know, I mean, <laughs> I know what, what? You, you didn't know? Where have you been? <laughs> Well, anyway, right. that's Snoop. That's yes. Snoop. He's Bob. I'm Buzz. And we've both tested positive for the love bug. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, right. belatedly. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yesterday was exactly that. It was mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, and yep. uh, love love was in the air. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was love. It could have been COVID. I don't know. <laughs> so we, le- we learned this past week that uh, White House maintenance workers had to clear Trump's toilet. Not, not for the reasons you'd guess. <laughs> But uh, because it was clogged with documents that he'd tried to flush. Yeah. So uh, unlike Watergate, uh, this time the White House plumbers were the good guys. <laughs> uh, oh, and yesterday, this is the big news, I think. Yesterday, Trump got dumped by his accounting firm. Oh, God. Uh, so I guess that's good news for H&R Block. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he going to hire? We're going to talk about this coming up. Uh, and uh, this past week, everybody making fun of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene because she, she tried to say Gestapo and it, it came out gazpacho. <laughs> yeah. But her office now claims that was actually a sneeze. Gazpacho. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised I haven't heard that joke before. That's amazing. No one else. That's my job. That one. That's yeah. my job is to take a story that's five days old and write a punchline that no one else wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, you know, sometimes they come out a little dark. I don't know. I don't know if this is good news or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but world leaders appear to have agreed on a surefire way to get out ahead of climate change. Yeah. They're calling it World War Three. 
There it is. Yeah. I want to laugh at problem. that, but I can't. I know you can't. You don't have to. Uh, but but here, we, we can we can say this. Here's our pledge to you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, any evil development that we fail to report on today's show will absolutely be in our book. More fun. More music. The Bob Seska Show. Oh, bringing back this one. This is one of my all-time faves. Yeah. Would you like to hide that trunk in a padded room? Could we just decide to lock him away real soon? He could gloat and tweet and brag about inaugural size. Sing along if you want to. Rocky Mountain Mike, yeah. Mary and Ann Arbor. Rocky, MNT, and Mike on Twitter. You know, yeah. And, and I know, just uh, following the Twitter, uh, a lot of our listeners are unhappy that uh, nothing's really happened yet. They're wondering, will he, after all these things and after all this yeah. time, will he actually be locked up? And what's the deal with Merrick Garland? There's a lot of impatience and fr- understandable impatience and yeah. frustration out there mm-hmm. uh, over what seems to be a lack of action, although many good things are happening, and we'll try to run down a list for you later. Yeah, and, you know, I'm getting there myself a little bit. My patience is running thin. However, however, yeah. there are yeah. developments this week. We're going to be yes. talking about Mazars coming up here in a bit. Is it mm-hmm. Mazars or Mazars? I've been saying I'm hearing, Mazars. I'm, I'm hearing Mazars now. Okay. I used to say Mazars, but apparently that's incorrect. Mazars. Mazars. All right, all right. They're going to be nitpicky about it. Yeah. And before we talk about that, we got to debunk all of this Fox News. Trump was spied on at Trump Tower and at the White yes. House, all yeah. this nonsense. We've got yeah. a whole a bunch of debunkery from Charlie Savage we're going to be talking about here in just a, just a second. Yeah, it's the newest dangerous, <clears throat> truly dangerous, damaging lie from the Republicans. And yeah, it must yeah. be fully exposed. Well, and this is going viral in their little yes. circles of freaks and rodeo clowns. Yeah, they're really loving talking about this one. Trump feels like he's been vindicated. He's talking about how everyone involved needs to be executed. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about all of that here coming up in just a second. But I, I want to alert everybody, you're going to be hearing some different kinds of commercials on the show uh, from this point forward, because in the podcast world, they're doing more pre-recorded commercials and fewer commercials where I get on or someone else, whoever's hosting the show gets on and talks about a product. Mm-hmm. That's going to be happening less often. And so I'm here to help you through all of that. And here's how I'm going to help you through the commercials on the show. Okay. com. That is the website address for our Patreon page. If you get tired of the commercials, there's a solution. You go to com. You sign up at $15 a month. $15. You say, oh, my God, $15 a month. Yeah, well, wait, yeah. Wait here, you hear what you get. Yeah. Here's what you're going to get with $15 a month. First of all. Most importantly, we take out all the commercials for you. If you're signed up to our Patreon page at $15 a month, no more commercials for you. You don't have to listen to another damn commercial. You don't have to listen to me talking about Patreon as a commercial. You don't have to listen to other commercials. You can just listen completely commercial-free in what we're calling the ultimate edition of the show. Basically, it's the commercial-free version of this show you're listening to right now. And then we tack on, just as it's recorded, the shadow docket at the end of it. So you get a complete 
hour and a half, 90 minutes worth of show in one file. Let's say you got a 90 minute commute to work. It's going to cover you the whole way. Door to door, as they like to say. And so, yeah, that's the $15 a month ultimate edition of the show on our Patreon page. And here's what else you get with that. Not only do you get the Shadow Docket, not only do you get a commercial-free version of the the free show. There's more? Wait, there's more. There's more (laughs) dings. Uh, In addition to all of that, you also get the Friday After Party included in that $15 a month. So generally, $15 a month, you know what you get on our Patreon page? Literally everything. Everything uh-huh. that we're giving away for our Patreon subscribers at $15 a month, that's what you get. And we're calling you it can have Ultimate all of edition. Bob, all of Bob for $15 a month. <laughs> that's exactly right. I come to your house, I rub your shoulders, I do your dishes. <laughs> I won't touch your feet, though. That's the bridge too far. I'm not touching anyone's feet. No, no. But uh, anyway, so again, that's bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. And in case you forget all of that, Just go to bobseska.com and click the Patreon link just beneath the logo. It'll take you right to our Patreon page. It's really quick, fast, easy to sign up, and you'll be all set. You can listen to today's show if you want to. You can go back and listen to today's show without the commercials. And, uh, and see what it's all about. Okay. The, the preceding was not a commercial. Yes, and <laughs> that's right. I'm just saying from the purpose, because I, I got to be honest. We're just saying. In addition to the commercials we're running on the show, <laughs> our Patreon subscriber base has been, how do they say it in the business, receding over the past yes. couple of months. Yeah. We've been yeah, losing we uh, subscribers. We, we don't want to say soft. Yeah, but- yeah. We could use a little help here. So let's uh, let's solve that problem by uh, getting a bunch of signups today, huh? Thank you. Yes, indeed. Okay, so here's the first thing out of the shoot. I got to talk about uh, this story that's been going viral since Friday among the Red Hats. Certainly, Fox News yeah. was the first to report on this, and then the Daily Mail picked up on it, and then what was the other one? Oh, oh, the New York Post is the other publication, and after. 24, 48 hours, I did a scan to see if any other legitimate news publications had picked up the story. Right. Uh Uh-uh. No. Not at all. Not at all. And Fox News has noticed that as well. The right wing has noticed, hey, uh, look at the crooked media. Not a single one of them has covered this story. Well, you're about to find out why. So what happened was there was a a filing issued by John Durham. He's the special counsel investigating the Russia investigation. He's the federal prosecutor out of Colorado that Bill Barr called up to investigate the Russia investigation. He's had, he's been doing this three years. He got a couple of small people for small infractions. He hasn't gotten anybody big in three years. He's accomplished nothing. Now he's out with this report that's being lied about and misinterpreted by Republicans. Minor uh, uh, correction there. I think it's Connecticut, isn't it? Isn't he? Out of Connecticut, Connecticut? It, yeah, it could it be. be. I thought yes, it was Colorado. Yeah. It, I knew it started with a C. Sounds the same, doesn't it? Well, they anyway, <laughs> yeah. So he issued a filing, uh, John Durham, on Friday, and in this court filing, in his investigation of uh, Michael Sussman, uh, who he's indicting based on the fact that Sussman lied to the FBI, and uh, in this particular filing that was issued on Friday, he included some information, basically alleging that. Hillary Clinton was spying on Trump Tower and the Trump White House. That is the takeaway, at least, from Fox News Channel and their copycats. I don't. They they say that Hillary Clinton paid to have that done. Yeah, exactly right. So Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton paid Perkins Coy, this law firm, to uh, then hire a tech executive to collect data 
on Trump Tower and the and, White House. And we should remind people before laying out the details here that this is what Republicans always do. They always bring up Hillary Clinton when they're in trouble. Yeah. And when they have nothing else, mm -hmm. it's got to be about Hillary. And yeah. this is another example of that. And uh, again, you're about to hear why it's all a lie. Exactly right. I was just going to say, is this story accurate? <clears throat> no. Survey says no. No. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not accurate. There's uh, much less to it. So <laughs> yeah. today was the first day that I noticed any uh, papers of record, publications of record were, was covering the story. And it was uh, New York Times, Washington Post, each did pieces. Uh, Charlie Savage did a piece uh, in, the, in the New York Times. And then uh, Philip Bump did a piece in the Washington Post, uh, basically saying that this is a whole lot of nothing. This is old news. This is Misinformation. I mean, straight up misinformation is what Out Charlie Savage lies. is calling it. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. I'm going to just go through this Charlie Fine. Savage piece and hit some of the salient points in all of this because this is important as we navigate our way through social media and we see this story pop up because as we've observed over the years, Buzz, Trump only needs a little bit of information one way or another. And, right. and in this case, he's taking a couple of sentences from this court filing and blowing it up into Hillary Clinton and everyone involved in this needs to be executed. <laughs> and this is, and this lie is this lie is potentially very damaging for us on, yeah. on the Democratic side because so many people are hearing it and believing it and it is a lie. So here's Charlie Savage. He says, but the narrative appeared to me mostly wrong or old news. This is the story that's being run all over Fox News. Donald Trump's talking about it. The latest example of the challenge created by a barrage of similar conspiracy theories from Mr. Trump and his allies. Upon close inspection, these narratives are often based on a misleading presentation of the facts or outright misinformation. Those of us who follow the New York Times know that it's not often that the New York Times uses words like misinformation. When they, they should say lie, but yeah, uh, yeah same thing. Right, right, right. They, they kind of steer clear of the of that harder yeah. terminology. We're so not to afraid to say it. Yeah, no doubt. There were many problems with all this. For one, much of this was not new. The New York Times had reported in October. And in fact, Buzz and I talked about it here on the show. Yep. Uh, they reported in October what Mr. Sussman had told the CIA about data suggesting that Russian-made smartphones called... Huh, Yoda phones. Oh, oh, there's my Yoda phone. As soon as I, as soon as I say they're Yoda so, phone. They're, they're so cute. I know. <laughs> That's Y-O-T-A, not Y-O-D-A. I'm a big sure. dummy, but I got a <laughs> Yoda phone. <laughs> That's my ringtone on my Yoda phone, Buzz. Yoda phone. Yoda phone. So there are these Russian-made smartphones called Yoda phones. They had been connecting to networks at Trump Tower and the White House, among other places. Uh -huh. the, the conservative media also skewed what the filing said. For example, Mr. Durham's filing never used the word infiltrate. That's yeah. what's all over Fox News. They're saying yeah. that Durham said that uh, the Clinton people tried to infiltrate or did infiltrate yes. uh, the Trump White House. And uh, Durham never used the word infiltrate. So nope. that, there's a lie right there. You know who used the word infiltrate? Who C else? Cash Patel. Who's oh. been, you know, he's linked yeah. to Donald Trump. He's been a right, longtime right. Donald Trump defender. I think he worked at the White House for a period of time. Cash Patel, in fact, I think he may have worked in the press office, uh, the communications bullpen, something like that. But Cash Patel is the one who said infiltrate. Durham never said infiltrate. 
and the other the other Fox lie about this story is claiming that uh, this this Democratic uh, leaning uh, tech guy yeah. was being was being paid by the Clinton campaign. Durham never said that. This this is made up and added tacked mm-hmm. onto this story. This lie has been tacked onto this story by Fox News and the right, and people are believing it. That's why it's dangerous to us. And the filing never claims that this tech executive was being paid by the Clinton campaign. Exactly. So that's Charlie Savage. Most important, uh, contrary to the reporting, the filing never said the White House data. And this is the thing that jumped off the screen more than anything else. This paragraph that I'm reading right now. Most important, contrary to the reporting, the filing never said the White House data that came under scrutiny was from the Trump era. According to lawyers for David Dagan, a Georgia Institute of Technology data scientist who helped develop the Yoda analysis, (laughs) the data so-called DNS logs, came from Barack Obama's presidency. Yeah. So this whole thing had nothing to do with the Trump White House. This Trump was the old, yeah, this was the Obama White House. And and before you get concerned about hearing this happened uh, on Obama's watch, know that uh, that's because the investigation had already begun into these odd electronic communications yeah. between uh, Russian servers and Trump Tower and a Trump apartment building on Central Park West. Yes. Yeah. And the White House. Mm-hmm. So these Yoda phones are connecting to servers near the White House near Trump Tower. Why is that? And by the way, thanks Fox News for calling this to our attention or to help revive this story that's mm-hmm. uh, at least several months old. Okay, so continuing on here with Charlie Savage's piece, he says, uh, what Trump and some news outlets are saying is wrong, said Jody Westby and Mark Rash, both lawyers for Mr. Dagan. The cybersecurity researchers were investigating malware in the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Not spying on the Trump campaign. And to our knowledge, all of the data they used was non-private DNS data from before Trump took office. And this exposes the other lie that the, the purpose of this work was not to spy on the Trump campaign. Right. Uh, and, and that's the third and other big lie that Fox News and Republicans are promoting mm-hmm. that is damaging to us unless we beat it down with the truth. Yes. After Russians hacked networks for the White House and Democrats in 2015 and 2016, it went on. The cybersecurity researchers were, quote, deeply concerned to find data suggesting Russia-made Yoda phones were in proximity to the Trump campaign and the White House, so prepared a report of their findings, which was subsequently shared with the CIA. So that is uh, Charlie Savage's amazing takedown of this nonsense. Yeah. And, and if I may, there's one other paragraph later in the article yeah. uh, that's worth I'm going over. There's some repeat here, but not much. Yes. Uh, it says the, the, uh, in Sussman's meeting with the CIA, uh, it involved odd data the researchers said had indicated communications with Yoda servers in Russia coming from network serving the White House, Trump Tower, Mr. Trump's Central Park West apartment building, mm-hmm. and a Spectrum Health, a Michigan hospital company that also played a role in the Alpha Bank matter. That's the yeah. Russian bank yeah. that was connected to these servers and uh yeah i've been in that apartment building actually (laughs) (laughs) fun i'm sure that was a blast yeah did you did you deliberately pee on the floor like i would have no no Uh, someone i was with though did throw up in the building's town car (laughs) on the way back to our little hotel okay fun so uh yeah but i've always said if i go visit trump tower i'm gonna go into one of the bathrooms and pee all over the floor that was my original (laughs) plan while trump was president then it occurred to me some guy who's making minimum wage is gonna have to clean that up and that's no 
Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I felt bad for the limo driver. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So meantime, uh, Phil Bump over at the Washington Post had a a stab at this nonsense. He wrote a pretty uh, detailed piece about all of this, and it gets into the details of the tech side of this, where if you know anything about me, don't ask me about the tech crap. I mean, I kind of generally know what a DNS thing is, and I know what a domain name is, and I know how domain names communicate with the DNS server, whatever. All that crap. It's all detailed in Phil Bump's piece, but we're not going to go through, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of all of that. Yeah, it's going to make your eyes glaze over. It's going to make my head explode. But uh, some pertinent aspects of this uh, Phil Bump piece in the Washington Post. Durham's filing ties the campaign to Sussman and Sussman to the executive, tech executive, listed uh-huh. in this filing. But it's not explicitly argued that the probe flowed down from Clinton's team or up to it. So right. they can connect Sussman to the tech executive but there's no indication in the filing or any place else that there was linkage between the tech executive and Hillary Clinton's team, the Clinton campaign. Right. So there's that. We'll shove that aside. Obviously, red hats don't need that. They and don't need any that, connection. Yeah. They're just going to make it up if they want to, which is what yeah, they're that's, doing. That's the old news already debunked yeah, again. Exactly that's what right. That is. So that, that's, just, that's part of the lie scenario that they're promoting. On Fox News, for example, a story that the Durham filing ran with the headline, Clinton campaign paid to infiltrate Trump Tower. Okay, this is what we were talking about before. Paid to infiltrate Trump Tower. White House servers to link Trump to Russia and then colon Durham. So this is the the Fox News piece. Uh, There are a few problems with this, Phil Bump writes, including that the connection between Clinton's team and the Perkins Coy Alpha Bank investigation is not direct. Nor did Durham use the word infiltrate, a word that suggests illicit access to data. But that word is all over Fox News, including graphics in front of the screen that are playing at your local Burger King. Absolutely right. Instead, both of those claims come not from Durham, but as the article makes clear, from former Trump staffer Cash Patel. It's a statement from Patel that makes the Clinton claim and uses the word infiltrate. It's Patel, whose recent career has often centered on backstopping Trump's claims of being unfairly investigated, who drew the line that Fox is attributing to the special counsel. Fox News later updated its headline. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, what a surprise that is. And a surprise that Cash Patel is also implicated in the attempt to use the military to seize voting machines. Yeah. How often have we seen that, though, Buzz, where a publication who kind of getting the story wrong changes the headline retroactively? I think in, uh, in the nerd circles that I travel in, that's called retconning, where they take a, a news headline or they take a lead or they take a particular sentence, they change it. But mm-hmm. the first headline, the first version of the story is the story that gets circulated all around. And that's the case. That's what spreads this disinformation. That thing, the first version of that headline circulated around the world several times before the corrected version got its pants on. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. But there is no question, according to Phil Bump, that this is not proof that Trump Tower was wiretapped. It is not proof that Mark Levin's claims in early 2017 were accurate. He was the screaming adenoid on Fox News screaming about this since 2017. They weren't accurate. Mark Levin wasn't accurate. He's tried to take credit for his foresight in recent days, by the way. If it's evidence of Trump being spied on, as the former president has also claimed in recent days, it's a very broad sort of spying, collecting all of the domain name lookups from a physical location or a network. That's non-private information. 
And nobody's uh, personal communications have been invaded here. All these are our records of the electronic contacts that were made, not the contents of those contacts. Yeah. So nobody was looking at that. And again, it was part of the investigation into what appeared to be, at the time, a Russian interference in the American election. That's right. And remember, too, that the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, had something to be suspicious about, given the fact that the Democratic National Committee was, in fact, hacked by Russian hackers. And that information was, in fact, given to WikiLeaks, etc., it's a very broad sort of spying fill bump road being conducted not by the Obama administration or by Hillary Clinton, but by an anti-Trump lawyer. Quote, in a stronger period of time in our country, this crime would have been punishable by death, Trump said over the weekend. So amazing work being done by The Washington Post and New York Times on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are the banners on Fox News, bigger than Watergate. Yeah, uh, they're running banners like that, and and running banners about uh, the other lies as well. Yeah, and these are just hanging on the screen as Fox News hosts continue to promote these this latest series of lies. And I can see the comments under this episode already going, "Hey, well, Bob, <laughs> they're not going <laughs> to care about the debunking you were just talking about." And you know what? I get that. I understand that they're not going to give a shit. And Fox News, Tucker Carlson. Breitbart and all the other, certainly not Trump. They're all going to be uh, talking gonna, about gonna, the bullshit version of the story. Fox is going to Fox is going to do Fox. Uh, that's why it's so important that we all get the truth out there instead. Yes, exactly right. Because there are still swing voters out there who need to hear the correct information, and you know how people are automatically predisposed to. You know, seeing Hillary Clinton's name and going, ah, well, it must have happened because she's a bitch. And so that's why it's so important that we push back against this with the correct information and to make sure that everyone knows that the only publications that are actually reporting this shit in the context of infiltrate and Hillary Clinton spied and they should all lies, be put to death. Lies. Fox News, New York Post, Daily Mail. I think, I'm not sure about the Daily Mail, but those first two, Rupert Murdoch publications, obviously, yep. and uh, so we know what their agenda is. We know what they're out for, and and you know. and you know what the Wall Street Journal's in on this too. Yeah, whenever you hear Donald Trump say, or Donald Trump Jr., who's been screaming about this, you know, just mm -hmm. using all the cocaine in the world, showing it up right up his <laughs> nose. Uh, he's been screaming about this too. Oh my God, I can't believe it. The Hillary Clinton spied on the Trump White House. Why would Hillary Clinton spy on the Trump White House, first of all? She'd already lost the election. And, but, and that never happened. It was during Obama's right, period. Right, it was during time. Obama's administration. Just make it stop. And they, these are the blinding lies that, that yeah. we're constantly bombarded with. But this one I want to keep underscoring is particularly uh, potentially damaging to us mm -hmm. unless we get out in front of it. Well, because, again, this taints everything. And in a yeah. Yes. In an era when the tainted mm -hmm. news, when the disinformation, when the lies. Tainted news. <laughs> yeah, that should be our new podcast, Buzz. <laughs> hey, uh, Bob and Buzz here with Tainted News. <laughs> uh, but this is going to circulate all through. So it already is. Already is. And in fact, I was tweeting about it yesterday. I just shoved something on Twitter. Uh, yesterday saying that, well, you know what, by the way, I've noticed that no legitimate publications have covered this story or independently confirmed mm -hmm. the story. And uh, that's when I got the Red Hat swarm. Here we are reacting again to something yeah. they've done. It shouldn't go this way. They need to be reacting to us. We're, we're yeah. sitting back, you know, uh, trying to block the punches when uh, we need to be out there punching. Oh, I think this is absolutely a reaction to us. 
I think this is a reaction oh, yeah. well, to yeah the the yeah to but, the law yeah. and Letitia James and the New York attorney yeah. or the New York district yeah. attorney. And so this is a a direct pushback mm-hmm. to that. This is a hey look over here la 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 we're over here. That's that's why Eric and and uh, Don Jr. are off the rails uh, with their claims. Uh, yeah. They're all scared. They're all panicked, and they have reason to be because mm-hmm. all of them are in trouble now. Yeah, and the biggest trouble I would say so far for Donald Trump, for Donald Trump's kids, for Donald Trump's uh-huh, wealth, uh-huh. for Donald Trump's businesses, uh-huh. all of it is this Mazars story. This is a, right. as Joe Biden would put it, this is a big fucking deal. Okay, and when we come back from the break, I, that is one of the items on a list I've made of things we have to be optimistic and happy about. Okay, and right. And I think it's something we need to acknowledge every week, and I'm I'm glad that there's really substantial good news this week, among which is uh, the story Bob just teased. Okay, so when we come back from the break, we're going to do Tainted News with Buzz Burbank. No, I mean, <laughs> good news. Good news with Buzz Burbank. Tainted News. Okay, uh, short break, back with more show right after these words. <laughs> Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Bob Seska! A brand new Divided Heaven right here is a song called Creep from their brand new song, a brand new album, Oblivion. Yep, DividedHeaven.com. Great Jeff Berman right here. And yeah, really loving this album. Love the vocal, love the bass. Yeah. This one just dropped, I think, on the 4th of this month, so get it while it's hot. DividedHeaven.com, link in the description under this episode of BobSeska.com. Run, don't walk. Download now. All right. Uh, BobSeska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. We'd love to hear it. Okay. So let's do uh, good news with Buzz Burbank. How about that? In no particular order. Here's okay. The, here's a list of the things we have to celebrate, to be happy about today. All right. Uh, this just in, seriously, a third woman has been cured of HIV using a new treatment that is now available to more people. Wow. That's that sucker, huge. That sucker works. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, Remington, uh, the people who make the guns, they've agreed to pay the families of the Sandy Hook Massacre $73 million. This is historic. That's a big they, deal. No yeah. gun company has ever been compelled to do this before. Sets a precedent. Uh, and, yeah. and it makes it clear that they, 
either felt they were going to lose this lawsuit or that it was going to end up costing them more than it ultimately did with that settlement. Yeah, uh, it's it's which is in our minds, I think, uh, an admission of guilt. Yeah, uh, Sarah, more Sarah, like Sarah, more like that, please. More uh, yeah. lawsuits along Amen. those lines. Yeah. More yeah. Uh, the the Sarah Palin's lawsuit that would have made it easier to sue Norga- news organizations for libel has failed. <laughs> largely, uh, wait, wait, hang on largely, a second. Hang on a second, Buzz. I gotta have a gleeful laugh here. I get my cigar out. A little more. A little more laughing. Okay, then I quit as your son. Okay, all right, now we can continue. I just had to do that. This this would have this was chilling news for news organizations if if she had won this case, uh, but it fell apart based on her own incompetent testimony. <laughs> so stupid testimony. So that's that's fun. Uh, Trump's accounting firm, as we're about to discuss, Trump's accounting firm has dropped him, saying his financial reports are inaccurate. Mm-hmm, yep. uh, connected to that, the New York Attorney General has now included that uh, Mazar's report in her lawsuit against the Trump organization. Mm-hmm. That's going to compel uh, Don and the kids to testify. Uh, It'll cause banks to call in Trump's loans. Yeah. I mean, the good news is endless here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a judge, and separately, a judge has ruled that the attorney general in D.C. can include the Trump organization in its lawsuit against the Trump inaugural committee. And Rudy Giuliani is now reportedly cooperating with the January 6th committee. So we have things yeah. to be happy about this week. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Yoda? <laughs> yeah. He loves it. Loves that story. <laughs> loves the Sarah Palin story. <laughs> <laughs> Most of all, yeah, I think yeah, so. absolutely. Okay, they're all good though. Yeah, all yeah. good news. Well, let's uh, let's backtrack over to the Mazars story. Yes. Ma- Mazars, whatever the hell it's Mazar. Yeah, Mazar. 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 The diverse and Mazar. Okay, exactly. <laughs> um, so, former President Donald Trump's longtime accounting firm informed the Trump Organization last week that it should no longer rely on nearly ten years worth of financial statements, and that they would no longer be their accountants citing a conflict of interest. They can't rely on those financial statements. Which, and that means yeah. the banks that loaned money to Trump can't rely on those statements, right. giving them cause uh, to cover their ass with the federal government by pulling those loans. And if the Trump organization wanted to go for any loans now, if the Trump organization needs money now, if they need insurance for something... Maybe, what, maybe one of those paycheck advance places would help them out. <laughs> I don't know. Just yes, thought. I want to see Don Jr. and Eric Trump in line at the <laughs> check cashing you store. May. It could happen. Absolutely right, right. Well, yeah, and so uh, we have come to this conclusion, Mazars writes, in part based on the filings made by the New York Attorney General on Jan uh-huh. 18, 2022, in our own investigation uh, and inf- information received from internal and external sources, Mazar wrote in a letter to the Trump Organization chief legal officer advising them to no longer rely on financial statements ending June 2011 through June 2020. This is a, uh, I can't describe how catastrophic this is for a business on top of the fact that this exposes Donald Trump and Don Jr. and Eric Trump to all kinds of additional problems. I mean, on top of all of that, Letitia James, there's a, uh, a law in New York State, Buzz. It's known as the Martin Act. 
And it's a New York law that indicates that if invoked, Letitia James doesn't have to prove intent when it comes to doctoring cool. the information on these financial statements. And, and the intent is obvious. The intent is very obvious. I mean, this is, uh, Charlie Pierce was saying on the Stephanie Miller show this morning, that this is kind of standard operating procedure in the real estate world in New York City. However, Donald Trump, as Charlie was saying, turns it up to 11. He uses all of the malfeasance and cranks it up to even uh, more heinous levels. And that's what's... Uh, going on here with Mazars. So this, of course, uh, informs the Letitia James investigation, which has to it do does. with the Trump Organization, plus the New York District Attorney. And by the way, I, yes. I think I've been saying Attorney General. It's District Attorney. Right, in, in New York City, yeah. Manhattan. Yeah, exactly right. Right, right. And so right. that investigation is looking at Donald Trump and the people surrounding him for racketeering. If, if you so, like to, yeah. to watch this stuff the way I do, this is what's fascinating to me, is uh, the Mazar's statement uh, cites Letitia James' investigation as its reason for, for acting and for coming yeah. out this way publicly. Uh, now, because of what Mazar's has done, this helps the case of New York Attorney General Letitia James. One hand has washed the other here uh, in a very effective way. And here's another fun thing to think about as you, as you, you know, enjoy this news. Trump is going to blame Mazars and Weaselman, his, his you know, money guy. Yeah. Weiselman. I can't remember the guy. Weiselberg. The name is yeah. Weiselberg. And now Mazars will blame Trump and Weiselberg. Yeah. So what does Weiselberg do? <laughs> huh? Huh? Who does he blame? Oh, man. That's, he has uh, two choices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we're at the part of the Trump thing where uh, the rats are jumping ship. Mm -hmm. Giuliani cooperating, uh, Weaselman now in a position that he has to cooperate. Uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more of this, uh, and we're already seeing a good deal of it, uh, and a lot of people from behind the scenes. Uh, the case is building very nicely here. I know. I know so many of us are pessimistic about it, but these things and the, the good news that I listed, these are the things that keep me afloat and keep me hopeful, mm. even in the ugliest of circumstances, yeah. which we are, in fact, in. These are the things that are most likely to nab Donald Trump. If you're focused mm -hmm. on holding him accountable for his myriad crimes, mm -hmm. keep your eye on New York, and then in a secondary sense, keep your eye on Fulton County, Georgia. These mm -hmm. are the two hot spots. And then coming in, you know, a distant third slash fourth would be uh, the DOJ and the, yeah, the one six Remember, it, it, it was boring tax accountants who brought down Al Capone. Right, right. And it appears the same thing is happening here. According to CNN, some lawyers say it's likely Mazars issued the warning since they had previously signed off on the financial statements and with recent allegations that they are inaccurate, they would want to protect themselves and sound an alarm that they shouldn't yes. be relied on anymore. <laughs> I, you yeah. know, one of the and, things I like about most, as you, you mentioned a second ago, is uh -huh. that a lot of the people who've loaned Donald Trump money, the right. very few of them, Deutsche Bank, I think is in the mix there too, could very easily immediately call in those loans if they were they based may be on compelled, these. Yeah. They, may, they may be compelled to, to avoid being in violation of federal banking laws. Right, right. So we have an idea in terms of why it is 
Donald Trump is uh, issuing those official statements saying that Hillary Clinton ought to be right. executed for, yeah. for allegedly See, spying when on When somebody's him. reaction is that extreme, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's reason to be suspicious, right? Right, right. And so that gives fuel for Tucker Carlson. That gives fuel for Fox News Channel to continuously repeat this stuff. All of these things weave in, in and amongst each other. These are not unique stories. These are not standalone, uh, mutually exclusive stories. These are stories that all have to do with the, the broader issue of holding Donald Trump accountable. This has to do with the broader issue of Donald Trump and, and his rodeo clown saying, oh, no, no, don't look over there at that. Be, you know, right. Us very clearly committing crimes. Look over here, and we're going to take this little nugget of nothing out of this Durham filing and inflate it into this whole conspiracy about how yes. Hillary Clinton really did wiretap or whatever... Yes. Tap with two P's, by the way, is the way and, he spelled and, it back in the you day. Know, and, and, and that's been Trump's uh, technique, his approach, his mode of operation all along. It's always been to say, no, I, you know, you say I did this. Well, look, what about this person? What Look at what they did, even if it's completely false. And, and he's been doing that from the beginning, and he's doing it here at the end. Well, citing the Mazars letter, lawyers for the New York Attorney General's office wrote on Monday, quote, this development further reinforces what... But OAG's previous submissions already showed the court should order respondents compliance with OAG's document and testimonial subpoenas. So these, I guess they're still being stonewalled. Letitia James is when it comes to uh, getting all the documents she needs to, uh, to go through this uh, prosecution. So uh, lawyers working for the New York attorney general, Letitia James also pushed back on Trump's argument that she is trying to uh, end run the grand jury process by seeking their testimony as part of the city investigation. While there is an ongoing, going criminal investigation Trump's what team has argued against, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump's team has argued that James whose office announced it was teaming up with the Manhattan District Attorney's office in the criminal case was sure. politically motivated keep an eye on the, the other thing that uh, is making me happy about this is the fact that in the very near future we're going to start to see things like uh, you know, courtroom sketches of Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> and Eric yeah. Trump. I can't wait and, to see the courtroom sketch of Eric Trump, and, by the way. And maybe the maybe the old man as well. I mean, yeah. I, I mean that's very likely. He is, they are all, each of them, uh, Don, uh, Ivanka, uh, Eric, and uh, Donald Sr. are all now subject to deposition, uh, mm-hmm. according to this, these latest rulings. And and again, here's why Letitia James is so damn smart. I'm scary smart as a prosecutor. Yeah. She uh, with her investigation and inf- information compelled Mazars to come forward with this and in s- Mazars doing that in so doing that uh, Mazars has helped Letitia James investigation further yep so uh, it's really cool how she worked that I think I think her work as a prosecutor has to be admired here yeah so don't despair don't think that just because Merrick Garland isn't on top of this shit and you know what he might be he might be, except there are just far know. fewer leaks than we're accustomed to we after the previous know. five, four years. It's um, discouraging, but yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't, we don't know yet. But suffice to say, there are other mechanisms in motion here that oh, yeah. I think are just as stressful for Donald Trump, if not more stressful. In fact, uh, George Conway was on CNN the other day saying something to the effect of, this is probably more stressful for Donald Trump than being impeached twice. Oh, sure. Because this directly affects his livelihood. I mean, this could mean, this Mazars thing with the financial statements could mean bankruptcy for the Trump organization. Another bankruptcy. 
for right. Donald Trump. If everything goes as we've described with lenders calling in their loans, et cetera, the financial statement thing is going to be, it's just going to screw Donald Trump with his pants on. And the other thing is, is I wonder too, who the hell, and you, you had a joke about this in your monologue about H&R Block, who the hell is going to do Donald Trump's taxes this year? Right. And how's he going to find somebody with only two months to the filing deadline? <laughs> yeah, I would, right. I would be filing for an extension right about now. Well, yeah, I think that's what he's going to do. He'll have yeah. whatever it is, six months uh, to file based on the extension. It's going to cost him money, though, to file an extension. Always does. And this so, thought, yeah. I'm sorry, just back to Garland for a second. This thought mm -hmm. gives me no comfort. It uh, doesn't make me happy. But what if Garland is actually sitting back and waiting on state and local authorities to yeah. do this for him because he doesn't want a federal investigation into a former president knowing that that can be turned around on us later. Uh, that's also... I, I, I don't yeah, that's I also a point of consideration, too. We I, don't know. Yeah, at some point, though, this has got to involve the IRS. This has got to involve the oh, federal yeah. government at some level. And I'm not sure exactly how the IRS plays ball with the DOJ. I think the IRS has its own investigatory units, obviously. The IRS has tremendous power in this kind of a scenario. And as we saw from the previous Letitia James filing, this does involve the IRS. This does involve federal tax returns. So the IRS has got to be looking at this. This is uh, really, really bad for all oh, of the Trumps. Yeah. And a funny side note about, you mentioned a Secret Service would be, uh, I think, aren't they part of the enforcement arm for the IRS? I'm, I'm not sure uh, how that works exactly. No, well, Secret Service no, used to be Secret Service used to be Treasury. They used to be under Treasury. Right, After 9-11, right, they got shuffled over to DHS. Ah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it just made me think of the poor uh, Secret Service agents. I, I One of my favorite authors is Carl Hyacin, a renowned mm -hmm. uh, Pulitzer Prize winning columnist here in Florida. I was with the Miami Herald for many years. He's written many very popular books. I've, I think I've read all of them. But in, in one of his latest books, he, there are, is a Trump like character and a Melania like character and in that book she has an affair with a secret service agent while he's off banging porn stars <laughs> and and I find that story increasingly plausible uh, I know that uh, even though it's fiction uh, because we know now that when the news broke that uh, Trump had banged Stormy Daniels uh, <laughs> Trump never uses his own phone because he doesn't want records of his calls. Yeah. He he made a Secret Service officer give him his phone because Melania wouldn't pick up when he tried to call from his cell phone. So Trump tries to call Melania when the news breaks. She won't pick up. A Secret Service agent calls, and Melania picks up, which reminds me of the novel I read in which the Melania-type character was banging a Secret Service agent. <laughs> I, I, and I, you know, I wouldn't rule that fiction out. Uh, this is a very smart author we're talking about here, so he may, he may be... He may be uh, reverse prescient on this. <laughs> and you know, I was just reminded of this the other day as I was skimming Twitter, as I always do. Uh, I completely forgot about how Donald Trump would pose as his own publicist. Yes, where yes. he would he would make a funny voice and then call yeah, people name. in the press yeah. uh, with a different name and pretend that he wasn't Donald Trump, even though it was so obvious that it was Donald Trump. I can't believe we survived child. that administration. I can't believe. He's just a kid. He's, he's what, like eight, nine years old mentally, really. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Oh, some, uh, some good news. Yeah, some good news here briefly. Uh, it looks like Putin could... Maybe mm. I don't know. I mm. I don't know for sure. It looks mm. like he could he could be backing down. Mm. Putin mm. said he decided to withdraw uh, troops from our uh -huh. military exercise area. Uh -huh. 
I, i.e. the Ukraine border, but he repeated twice that it was just a partial withdrawal. Right, right. That's, and, what, but, that's what they all say. Just the head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, just how many tip. times is that? How many times is a partial withdrawal worked out? Um, and the other thing Putin is saying that, that, that yeah, it's makes Yoda, Yoda laugh. Yoda thought that was funny. Yeah. So easily tickled, but he's so cute. So, you know. Um, the other encouraging thing that Putin said was that uh, he thought there was still a chance for diplomacy. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the Malcolm Nance school on this, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he knows his stuff when yeah. it comes to, uh, you know, military movements and intelligence. Uh, according to, to him, or he has cited reports, that Putin has now moved 70 attack helicopters into position, much the same as was done uh, before Iraq. Oh, and uh, so he is... Extremely certain, uh, all deference to Malcolm Nance, he's extremely certain that uh, Putin is going to invade. Just as the White House has been saying all along, the smartest thing the White House has done, that this uh, this government, this U.S. government has done, has been to uh, telegraph uh, Putin's expected moves every step of the way. That makes him making those moves more difficult uh, if they keep it, if the U.S. continues to expose this intelligence information about Russia. That, that has been very helpful. It made me very sad this morning to read a comment uh, from Zelensky, and I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but the president of Ukraine, uh, and, and you know, there's an interesting story because this guy it was a comedian, yeah. Zelensky, who, who played the president on TV, mm-hmm. and then he got elected president. But he's a very serious individual, as many good comedians are. Yeah, and uh, he he said very sadly today uh, that uh, he was basically indicating that Ukraine would have to drop its wish to join NATO. Mm-hmm. They would have to tell Putin that no, we won't be joining NATO as a way of. Uh, preventing the attack, and uh, Zelensky said something to the effect of, "I guess we were not meant to have that dream." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that just that broke my heart. Well, and, uh, I don't I don't want us to go to war, but that broke my heart. Uh, Zelensky is a very sharp guy. I mean, he navigated extreme pressure coming from Donald Trump and people like Rudy Giuliani and this push to investigate Hunter Biden and Burisma. I mean, high-powered pressure that hinged an election, for God's sake. This is what Donald Trump was impeached about first. I mean, this is the first impeachment. And we forget about the Ukraine scenario. And Zelensky never buckled. Under that pressure, it just, it never happened. Meantime, there was a uh, photo going around. Richard Engel posted this photo on Twitter uh, the other day. And it's this old Ukrainian granny who's joined the line, joined the defensive line of Ukrainians with a machine gun. And they're there to thwart a possible Russian attack. Uh, She's holding an AK-47 in this uh, photograph, uh, she's been trained to defend against a possible Russian attack. Your mother would do it too, she said to Richard Engel. Uh, so, yeah, meantime, here in the United States, uh, wearing a mask in a grocery store is an overwhelming personal struggle right. <laughs> for half right. of America. Yeah, and they're lined up in Ukraine to defend their territory, yeah, as, they, some as of them, they should. Some, 
some of them are. Many of them are sort of in denial that this is going to happen and say, yeah. well, you know, it'll be all right. This, you know, we'll, one way or another, we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I worry about that. I worry about the fact that this grandma and all the people helping her uh, don't stand a chance against the 130,000 troops and uh, all the uh, rockets and helicopters that are standing by uh, just over the border and inching closer every day. Yep. Uh, you know, I, it, it does seem inevitable at this point. I, it, I'm not saying it will happen, but the way things stand at this moment, Moment, and uh, uh, some of you will be hearing this show after President Biden addresses the situation uh, later this afternoon as we record mm -hmm. this. Um, uh, you know, uh, hopefully there'll be some good news in that. Um, we'll we'll keep watching, obviously. Yeah. The question now. Well, I have a couple of questions. The first question is, if Putin does in fact back off and redeploys his troops away from the Ukrainian border, mm -hmm. does Joe Biden? And the Biden administration, certainly Secretary of State Blinken, do they get credit for that? Are they given credit? Does this help that, them in some way? That, that would be up to us as a people yeah. and to the news media, which hasn't proven very helpful so far. It would be wrong of the administration to do a happy dance. Yeah, uh, well, that's true. Because that sends the wrong message to Putin. Uh, we have to make it seem like both sides uh, sacrificed yeah. here. And in the end, that will be true. Well, they don't. If, have... if the settlement's reached. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it, it's a matter of the press. Does the press say, well, Joe right. Biden's diplomacy, Anthony Blinken's diplomacy uh, pushed uh, Putin back from the brink of war, et cetera? I don't know. I think Zelensky is going to get some credit on that front uh, as well. But That's where it should go. Yeah. It could be good news politically for uh, for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Uh, then the other question I have, too, is, is Vladimir Putin suicidal? I mean, it seems like an absolute bananas thing to do to invade Ukraine. The economic sanctions alone against mm -hmm. Putin, the oligarchs, against Russia itself would cripple that nation. And Putin's already uh, increasingly unpopular because the economy yes. sucks eggs in and, Russia. And now, and now in that economy, he spent a gazillion dollars on moving all those forces into place. Yep. This is not a cheap operation he's running here. Mm -hmm. This is a very, very expensive operation at a time Russia can't afford it. Russia is nearly as broke as Donald Trump. Well, okay, we're going to talk about uh, Sarah Palin. We're going to talk about Rudy Giuliani here coming up in the next segment. Stick around, more show, after these, more show after these words. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska plays more music. Yeah, this is uh, Luna Blue. Not a person, the name of a band. There is no one in the band named Luna Blue. I'm sorry to announce that. Yeah, uh, a song called Cold from Scratch Tracks and Rough Cuts. 
Link in the description, lunablueband.com. That's blue with just a U. No no E at the end, too. So, all right. Mm. Yeah. I love uh, that. Is there an umlaut? No, no umlaut either. No, no, no. Okay. No, not the name of a person either. Uh, it's not like Pink Floyd or Jethro Tull. There's no one. Hey, where's Luna? Uh, anyway, so, um, oh, yeah, before we get into uh, uh, Rudy and yes. Sarah Palin, right. the, you mentioned this in, in your good news list. Uh, uh-huh. Sandy Hook families have settled their lawsuit against Remington. And, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to mention that all the best things, I hope, for these Sandy Hook yes. families. Uh, yes. $73 million, that doesn't bring their uh, just no. precious, precious children back. And you know what? Just talking about Sandy Hook always chokes me up. Yeah, it's, same here. Sandy Hook devastated me, Buzz. I would say on an equilibrium, if not more so than 9-11. 9-11 was shocking and, and horrible. Little kids. And the only thing that makes me sadder is we didn't do anything about it. That's exactly right. Uh, in the wake of Sandy Hook, <laughs> there was one piece of legislation that was proposed. Just gun modest safety. gun safety measures. Common sense. Yeah. Uh, background checks for internet sales. That right. was it. It was uh, Pat Toomey, Joe Manchin co-sponsored this legislation. It was an amendment to something else. The Republicans filibustered it. It was within months. I think it was March of uh, 2013. So uh, Manchin helped make the proposal, but then was okay with it being filibustered away. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if he was okay with it, (laughs) but he, you know, he was the guy. okay with the filibuster, so I'm going to assume he was okay with that. Good point. Filibuster being used against Joe Manchin in that Mm -hmm. case. But I guess that's how democracy works, Buzz. I guess that's. He doesn't want to be hypocritical, Bob. That's right. So the families of not. Nine victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School yes. shooting have agreed to a uh, $73 million settlement of a lawsuit against the maker of the rifle used to kill 20 first graders. That'd be the AR-15. Right. And, uh, this huge. No gun company has ever been held accountable in this way before. Yeah. It's an out-of-court settlement. Like I said, in a case they either knew they were going to lose or that it was going to cost them more than they were able to settle for, mm-hmm. uh, it, which to me is an admission of wrongdoing, an admission of culpability, liability yeah. in the death of these children, of these 17 people. and. Uh, or uh, however many people, uh, 20, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I, I get that confused uh, with uh, the school shooting in Florida, which mm-hmm. we just Parkland. celebrated, like the uh, acknowledged the four-year anniversary of uh, mm-hmm. Parkland. Uh, that had 17 killed and 17 wounded, and we didn't do anything after that either. Nope. But this this is historic and important, and uh, we can thank these families as well as offer them warmth for their loss because yeah. uh, this is a huge step forward for uh, common-sense gun control. Remington, uh, which made the Bushmaster AR-15-style rifle used in the massacre, also agreed to allow the families to release numerous documents they obtained during the lawsuit, including ones showing how it marketed the weapon, the family said. You had an ad for a gun company that was marketing to kids, you know, with a specifically, it was a kid, yeah. starter gun, my very first gun or whatever the hell it was. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was the Cricket Rifle, and they were That's deliberately right. marketing it to kids. One of the other things I noticed... Uh, in the immediate aftermath of Sandy Hook uh, and its usage of the AR-15, uh, there were Republican members of Congress, gun shops, uh, you know, lower-level Republicans. I mean, it was a almost like a bonanza of contests 
that they right. were where the prize was an AR-15 rifle. Mm-hmm. Send mm-hmm. us your emails and we'll enter you into a raffle to win a free AR-15 rifle. You know, the Sandy Hook weapon that was and, used to gun down 20 children and six educators who use their bodies to shield the children from the fucking bullets. You know, My in case God, you need to defend your home, in yeah. case you need to defend your home from teachers or uh, elementary school students. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, here's that uh, here's that cricket rifle commercial. This is an actual thing. This is not the onion. Yeah. This is not a Saturday night live parody. This is a real commercial marketing a child-sized rifle marketing to, to children. Right. Hey, where are you going? Shoot my new cricket rifle. I wish I had one. My first rifle. A moment you'd never forget. The cricket is the perfect way to get young or small frame shooters started right. With a safety promoting design. It's soft shooting, affordable, and accurate. Girls and even mom will love the way they can pick one to their own taste. Start your own tradition. Cricket. Find yours online or ask for a cricket rifle at your local dealer. Yeah, yeah. The key word there is marketing, and that's the issue upon which these parents won their lawsuit against Remington. And, and this, if you, this is huge. We can't underscore how big this is. And if you buy two cricket rifles, your kids get a free pack of cigarettes. Just I wanted to pass that along. There's a special bonus they were offering. Exactly. Give not me, in that commercial. Give a, that should have had a rim shot after it. I really think it should have. There you go. There you go. I feel Thank better you. now. Thank you, drummer. Uh, okay, so let's see what else here. Um, yeah, I think we uh, we talked about that. Rudy. Rudy check, is expected. Check. Yeah, Rudy is ah, fu- fully yes. cooperating with the 1-6 committee. I guess Rudy Giuliani is getting tired of uh, being pantsed by Donald Trump. And he's and we, gonna... are, we are at we are at the save yourself stage of the Trump era. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And by the way, this isn't coming from Rudy's people. This is coming right. from Benny Thompson and the One Six Committee. Yes, right. Rudy is fully cooperating with us, Donald. Do you yeah. hear that, mm-hmm. Donald? That's he's fully this cooperating. Is <laughs> this is a message to Donald that yeah. we have Rudy. <laughs> that's right. Rudy is giving us all the receipts. Yes, documents, testimony. And, of course, Rudy will go on all of the crackpot networks, Fox and OAN and Newsmax and all that crap, and talk a big game. But Benny Thompson's saying... Rudy's helping us out. Rudy's cooperating. Don't worry about Rudy. We got him. <laughs> he is he is an unreliable uh, witness, and uh, at it's best, true. you know, yeah. I, yeah. I I hope he's sober during the interrogation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what the extent of that cooperation is. I mean, it could no. they could just be saying that oh, yeah, he's talking. What he's giving us is they, not necessarily what we want. But they he's could be talking. exaggerating. They could yeah. be exaggerating. But you nailed it. It's a message to Trump. Meantime, a conservative financial news website website has been accused by the U.S. intelligence community of publishing Russian propaganda. And Donald Trump will still tell you that the Russia thing was a hoax, right? Right. right. Yeah, there's a website called Zero Hedge, which has 1.2 million Twitter followers. Jesus Christ. It published articles created by uh, a Moscow-controlled media that uh, were then shared by outlets and people unaware of their nexus to Russian intelligence. The officials did not say whether they thought Zero Hedge knew of any links to spy agencies and did not allege direct links between the website and Russia. My theory, I have a theory that's kind of ongoing with this, and I'll underscore the word theory. I'm just throwing this out here as a point of consideration. I think there are many domestic front groups where, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a lot of dark money, where money is flowing in from Russia 
could be the oligarchs, could be the Russian government itself, uh, into these front groups. And then these front groups are distributing that money to some of the people, and I'm not going to name names here, but some of the people that we've been talking about who their motives and the things they're saying seem hinky. I'm not being specific here because I don't want to get sued. I don't want to implicate anybody. This is just a theory that Uh this is how the money is going. So some of the people who are spreading Russian propaganda may not know that their money is coming from Russia because there are several hops along the way. And the American people have no idea how pervasive Russian disinformation or Russian source disinformation is in our lives. All around the, in the U.S. and around the world. In, in the case of Ukraine, we were just talking about a moment ago, uh, Russian disinformation is trying to convince Ukrainians that it's the U.S. who's the aggressor here. They're the ones who have 130,000 troops on the other side of the border, mm-hmm. but they say it's our fault. And, and yeah. uh, likewise, the U.S. is engaged in its own propaganda campaigns to try to counter that. But it, everywhere you look, whether it's down the street or across the globe, Russian disinformation. Do not underestimate. It is... As scary as 130,000 troops may be, none of that really is as scary as the Russian military's work in the area of disinformation and hacking and all those things. Yeah, and I wonder, I have to really investigate this, but I wonder how closely tied to Putin Viktor Orban happens to be. He's, of course, the uh, the leader of Hungary and Tucker Carlson's best friend. So I wonder, because CPAC and so on doing cooperative ventures with Viktor Orban and the Hungarian government, I'm wondering if that's kind of the connection. I wonder if there's a hop there between Russia and, uh, and a news outlet like Fox News. And I use news outlet in, uh, very loosely when it comes to Fox News. Um, but I, I wonder if there's a connection there for people like Tucker Carlson. I, I wonder if uh, Tucker is getting marching orders from Putin through Orban, for example. It sure looks like it. It yeah. sure seems yeah. so, doesn't it? Yeah. This seems like the wrong time to be rooting for Russia, and yet mm-hmm. uh, Carlson and others are doing exactly that. Well, and then likewise, Tucker Carlson said last night after Justin Trudeau invoked emergency measures to break up this Nazi trucker blockade of, of trade between Canada and the United States, uh, that's been broken up. And so now everything is cleared up. But Tucker announced on his show last night that Canada has officially become a dictatorship. Yes. <laughs> Tucker Carlson said it. Because the president declared, uh, you know, the uh, prime minister, Trudeau, declared uh, the Emergencies Act, in other words, a state of emergency, yeah. to uh, to give him uh, broad powers to deal with that uh, truck crisis. And, right. And so, but in the minds of Fox, that's tyranny. Yeah, yeah. And we also learned that, of course, the truckers are getting all kinds of American money. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a hacking that went on. Someone hacked. Yes. Uh, a website where it listed, I don't know, 92. 2,000 different donors to uh, the the trucker uh, roadblock or whatever the hell they're calling it. And, and, and yeah, and I think 56% they, were from America, right? Yes, that's exactly true. And the con, not only was the convoy broken up, but police uh, seized uh, money, guns, and trucks in the course of that. Uh, all very good news. And and speaking of good news, there's one more piece that just came in. Okay. Uh, the sent after a year, after more than a year, with nobody running the FDA, this afternoon the Senate narrowly confirmed a new FDA commissioner to deal with the pandemic. Oh, thank God. Oh, God. More you good know, news. I, I felt really good today, too, because I went and looked at the, uh, the Montgomery County uh, COVID infection numbers today. Yeah, way down. Super low. Yeah, super yeah. low. Makes yeah. me makes me happy. And, and you know, we're going to talk about COVID a little bit on the shadow docket. Um, I want to be wrong 
about the done with COVID thing. I want to be a thousand percent wrong. I want to be in a place where, yes, Bill Maher and all the others are right. This is over. I don't think we're there yet. I'll tell you where you're right is kick it while it's down. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll never happen. That's why I will <laughs> never, ever be president. Yeah. <laughs> among, well. m- among many other things. We'll see. I have plans for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as soon as I were to announce, okay, when COVID numbers are really low, we're locking down. We're going back to mask mandates, vaccine mandates, and try to fucking stop me. Suck it. Yeah. And the next thing that would happen to me is impeachment and at least no re-election. Uh, I'll be there for you every step of the way. Dictator Bob is what I would be called. and uh, But that's the only way to get rid of it. You smother it when it's low, right? But we're not going to become that. If you that. become Dictator Bob, I want to be your Rudy. <laughs> you got it. Get your hair dye. Get ready. Get your hair dye. Get your ripple or whatever the fuck it is he drinks out of a paper sack. All right. Uh, Shadow Docket Show is coming up next on our Patreon page. Jesus, go sign up right now. BobSeskaShow.com. Patreon page hurting a little bit. We're hemorrhaging subscribers. So uh, we need your help. Keep this uh, podcast fully independent. BobSuskaShow.com. Sign up at just $1 a month if you want to. Gets you access to our comment sections and so on. Sign up at $5 a month. You get the Shadow Docket. That's up next. That's the final third of the show. Don't miss out. We'll see you Don't over there. Don't be a FOMO. <laughs> That's right. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. FOMO no more. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,